yes, it's that time. Yes, Real Talk with Shondrell. As today's topic is the thin blue line. How do we proceed once the line has been crossed? As it is well known around the country that we as citizens are facing a very critical point, whereas the people who have taken the oath to protect and serve and to bring order out of chaos has now been proven to have been abusing authority and discretion. Yes, I'm talking about those same police officers who have taken an oath to protect and serve have now found themselves answering before the court. With that being said, beloved, we're going to talk about today is how to proceed once that line is crossed. However, previously we had an intellectual conversation with Dr. Umar Johnson who brought about some very interesting points and historical facts and information to shed light on the cause and the effect of such abuse of authority by the hands of law enforcement. This is a very serious issue. People should not take lightly the actions of these persons that are being abusive of such authority that has been entrusted within them. There's a brief article that had been written by a Ronald Lansley, and he quoted that law enforcers, info, officials rather, are given a sacred trust by the citizens in the community across the state. We refer to this as trust. But with this trust, there is some actions within that trust that are now held questionable. How do we proceed once the thin blue line has been crossed? One, we must take action. Such action must be a domain for changes in policies and procedures. It has been historically and famously said, no need to reinvent the wheel. Well, I strongly disagree that sometimes there is a need to reinvent the wheel when the wheel that we are spinning upon has become dysfunctional and now outdated. We must take back authority and control of the people we have elected to serve and represent us. And when I say take back control, I mean take back the authority that we entrusted in those elected officials by re-electing individuals who will serve the greater good of our community in a respectable and authoritative perspective to where it will not compromise the entrusted integrity of the police system. We must understand that we have a U.S. constitutional principle, the Fourth Amendment, which objectives were reasonableness standards governed by claim of excessive force during the course of an arrest. Lately, the world has witnessed a hand of an officer 
violating not only a moral standards, but a standard of policy and procedure by excessive force. Such excessive force led to this officer pushing a woman, not only a woman, but an African-American woman, into a trailer. Now, if you would just look at and weigh in the circumstances and the possibilities of the results of that action, such actions could have caused the life of that woman. Not only did he violate her by shoving her into a trailer, but after he had the audacity, after he had restrained her, to take the need to punch her in the face three times. Not once, but three times. I stand to be corrected, but in the opinion of the public, it's clearly abuse of discretion. What was the purpose and the need for you once you have an individual restrained with no weapon? What is such purpose for you to use such excessive methods? Could it be intimidation? Could it be to make a statement as a method of reaction because of a previous verbal action or could it just be you were operating within the policies and procedures of the police department that's a question that leaves open for the opinion of the public however what is problematic and disturbing is in light of the world witnessing such abuse of discretion there are people in position of authority that will utilize this unfortunate situation to bring up the victim, because I consider it a victim after you have been traumatized by the excessive force of a police officer, the person who took an oath to protect and serve, that the audacity of people of authority to bring up the past actions of the victim. It's sad to say whenever individuals trying to have a defense, they will always seem to have a tendency to bring up past actions. But make a note, your past does not define who you truly are. Your past is designed for you to look back and reflect on and to learn lessons from your past and for it to not be utilized against you to assassinate your character when you have now become the victim and not the defendant. The thin blue line. People, we have some serious issues that need to be addressed. As it relates to police policies, it is a strong opinion of mine that there needs to be a revisit within the policy and procedure of policing to be in compliance with today's society. Because in today's society, the community is now afraid and intimidated by the same people who have taken an oath to protect and serve.
that is a problem. Because what is happening now is people are afraid to engage with police officers out of fear of reactions of the officers. I strongly believe that if we had more training and mental health for our officers, it may help assist them when dealing with the public and different personalities and how to properly assess a circumstance before engaging and making a mistaken judgment that cannot be taken back. We must understand people that we are in a day and time where policing has now become a state of emergency. The thin blue line has been grossly crossed and we must proceed by making a difference and in order to make a difference you must we must be the difference makers it is a clear perspective of the community that our rights are being violated by officers who have taken an oath to protect and serve us how to proceed once the thin blue line has been crossed. We must write our officials. We must make note of such actions that demand corrective action. And if there is no avail, we must take a stand by connecting with our local churches. The churches should organize. They should unite and stand their grounds to let the police system know we are here, we are standing with our community, and we demand change. We demand change in policies and procedures. We demand that officers who no longer have the mental capability to engage within the community in a manable way that is in compliance with the policies and procedures of policing, that they will be immediately terminated. We must show that there are zero tolerance for professionals who are trained to interact within our community who have now utilized their power and position in a manner to abuse discretion. Once that blue line is crossed, it is hard to gain the confidence of the public. Character is a key element. And once character has been compromised, it takes time of healing to recover from such trauma that the world has witnessed our country experiencing at the hands of police officers. It is problematic, it is disturbing that these people are not held accountable for their actions. It's problematic that once they have violated one parish, they have the ability to go to another parish and create the same mistakes. We must ask ourselves the question, what lesson have we learned from the George Floyd incident? What lessons have we learned 
from the Trayvon Martin incident? What lessons have we learned from the Mary Lee Robinson incident? What lessons have we learned by the Sandra Bland incident? What lesson has we learned from all of these incidents of police abuse of discretion? What are the lessons we have learned? It is now time to stand your ground. And you stand your ground first by hitting them with your right to vote. If you want to have your voice heard, you must invoke your voice by utilizing the tool called the voting machines. We take lightly that privilege and that right that our ancestors shed blood, beaten, and incarcerated for us to enjoy. People, we must come outside of our comfort zone and we must take actions because that thin blue line has been compromised. And when there is a compromise, that means there is a call of action. And such call for action demands the respect of the ear of the people who we, we elect to represent us. There is a need for changes within the policies and the procedures. There is a need for proper training, mental health, and thankfully, we now have the accessibility of body cameras. Body cameras have been a great access to our community for us to get a clearer insight as it relates to the engagement of police officers with the public. Unfortunately, we need retention and proper control of these video cameras because it has been discovered that these cameras are not always capturing everything that is transpiring with the officers because they have the ability and to turn on and off those cameras. So a remedy to address that issue is maybe we should have an independent officer involved that cameras are rolling at all times and under no circumstances should those cameras be tampered with until the interaction of the officer and the public is over. Body cameras should not be compromised. Police officers must understand that we, the public, have a right to video camera y'all actions with our own personal cell phones. But the public must also understand that we must not interfere with the interaction of an officer while he's 
attempting to detain an individual. So there is a two-edged sword there. Just because we know that polices have been abusing discretion and they have crossed the thin blue line, it does not give us the right as the public to compromise our level of respect while officers are called to do their job. So we must have a balance within this system to understand just as we demand respect from the policing, we should also give such respect that we demand. We must also understand that we all should be held accountable for our actions and that there is no one above the law. No one is exempt from the law. But we must really understand that policies and procedures must be carefully and closely revisited as it relates to police interaction with the public. We have several, numeral of examples of individuals who have lost their lives or could have lost their lives at the hands of officers who took a oath to protect and serve us. People, it is time to take a stand. Before we go on our break, I would just like to make this brief announcement. If you are a resident of Kenner City, it is essential that you contact Unlimited Opportunity Services Incorporated. There is a free, free financial literacy. It's free, and you have an opportunity to be awarded a $500 grant. Register today. Contact your friends, your family, let them know. Kenner City has a financial literacy training. It's a two-day per week, one hour and a half training for four weeks. Upon completion of such training, you will be awarded, selected individuals will be awarded a $500 grant. Get on the phones. Contact your friends and family Kenner City only. Register today for the financial literacy training. Listen up. Your customers, our listeners, could be hearing about your business right now. Yeah, right now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to advertise with NewOrleansTalkNetwork.com. Call our business department today at 504-475-4793 to hear about our great rates. NewOrleansTalkNetwork.com. We provide the people. You provide the business.
Bethesda House of Prayer. Bethesda is a church for non-traditional worshipers, a church designed for those who love God's Word. Would you like to attend a church where believers and non-believers can choose to worship together? A church where cultural differences does not get in the way of God's message. We invite you to be our special guest. Our services begin 9 a.m. on Sunday, located at 7601 West Bank Expressway, Sweet Feet, Morero, Louisiana. For more information, contact us at 504-348-0132. Fabu Live, New Time, 12 p.m. each and every Thursday on the Walls Talk Network. Join me, that boy Fred. G Sports in the building. Coach Trevor can hit. Yeah, I'm woke. Elevate. Ball game. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. All right. <clears throat> okay. Hold on, let me turn this dang on phone on. All right. <clears throat> All right. Okay, real talk with Chandrell. We're going to go into the second segment of this real talk as we shed light on the thin blue line. How do we proceed once that line is crossed? Well, I want to draw your attention to Title 42 U.S.C. 1983. In Section of 1983, Congress provided a private civil cause of action for federal constitutional violations committed by persons acting under color of state law. The purpose of the 1983 statute is to detour state actors from using their badge of authority to deprive individuals of their federal guaranteed rights and to provide relief to victims if such deterrence fails. It clearly states that there are federal statutes that are designed under the color of law that protects individuals from the abuse of authority of law enforcement. Clearly, people, you must understand that there are actions you can take. You can take legal actions. You must familiarize yourselves with statute 42 U.S.C. section 1983. I advise you to please go back and do your own due diligence and research so that you can look further into that information. Um, that particular information was specifically designed to address and to provide a remedy of justice. 
Too many people have become a victim at the hands of officers who have taken an oath to protect and serve. Could it be that such officers who are engaging with the public may be struggling with their own personal mental issues? Could it be that some of these officers need to have a mental health assessment done frequently to understand and get a better knowledge of their mental capacity? Could that be one of the remedies we can use while addressing the issue of the police officers? crossing the thin blue line make no mistake we commend all the officers who are operating in integrity but lo and behold we shall hold accountable all policemen who have compromised the integrity of the public to edit sword People, you must understand that in order for a change to happen, you must first engage. Engage by selecting and electing the persons who will properly represent your best interests. We often go with the majority and who's the most popular, but it has been proven historically that is not always the solution to our problems. Churches, it's time for you to come from behind the pulpits because if COVID didn't teach you anything, it should have taught you not even your God that sit on the throne of heaven was able to deliver you out of the hands of the government when they inform and instruct you that you should no longer have in-person service. It has clearly shown you who holds the true power. So with that being said, it is time for you pastors, just as you utilized another method to engage via social media, to relate to your congregation, it is time for you to get from behind the pulpit and get in the streets and bring in the sheep that are being led to the slaughter, which is your great commission. It is time for you to realize that the Jesus you have been preaching has not come to save you yet and with that being said until the jesus you are preaching come to save you you must save yourself no one is here to save us except us saving ourselves until lo and behold when this jesus we preach comes to save us Pastors, it's time for you to pick up that mantle that you so often preach about and stop allowing the opinion of the public 
to delay you from taking actions for what you know needs a reaction. The public looks to you church leaders, us minister leaders, for an action. And we must fulfill that call. And we cannot only fulfill that call behind the pulpit of a building. Our duty as ministers of Christ, the anointed one, whoever your Christ may be, our job is to shed light into the world. There is a clarion call that we need a call of action as it relates to the excessive force of policing. It is time, church leaders, for you and your congregation to stand your ground. We must demand changes in policies and procedures. We must understand that our duty is just not on Sunday preaching a good sermon about Jesus and money coming. But we have a responsibility, a spiritual responsibility, is to be our brother's keeper. We must stand our ground and let our light shine and let it shine bright as it relates to the thin blue line. That has been crossed. Leaders, political, social, religious, spiritual leaders, it is time to unite. We have witnessed in this season numerous of lives being tremendously affected and impacted at the hands of officers who have taken a oath to protect and serve and to bring order from chaos. Just as those officers have taken an oath to protect and serve, we as ministers and spiritual leaders have a greater commission, and that is to be an effective leader of our community. And until we show up and show out, we will never have the full respect that is required of us in the political system. The political system has truly shown us, if not anything, that they have a system that is designed to even supersede the church. Now, it is well said and established that church and state is separate. So how is it that when COVID hit, that line was crossed? So with that being said, we need to focus that as leaders, we must stand our ground. We must take actions against the thin blue line being crossed. And such actions require of us to go out and demand or reform. Demand changes in policies and procedures. 
that will be effective for the generations to come after us. We are in a new age. We are in a new season, a season of technology and accessibility, and we should utilize those tools for the manifestation of justice. Not for some people, but for all people. No one is exempt from the law. The law of the land, except those that are sovereign. And that would be led to another topic. Because as long as we are under the law of a social security number and a birth certificate, I don't care how you may think you are soft. You are not. You must declare your sovereignty by following the proper procedures to have such done. That to be discussed at another time because that's a whole different topic and a very deep, 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 deep conversation. So we're going to just stay focused on the issue that's at hand and to know that it is time for us to react in a peaceful manner because of the injustices we have been faced with at the hands of policing. Sheriffs, you must understand, we the people elect you to represent all people with no respect of persons. Some of you have gotten too comfortable in your positions. Some of you may not care anymore because you may be at the end of your career and facing retirement. Yes, it's a career to them. Even though we elect them to serve us, it's still their career. So sheriffs, make note. You must understand we entrusted you to do a job and to operate in integrity. We understand that you have an obligation to protect your officers. But your obligation to protect your officer does not include you protecting them when it is clearly an abuse of discretion. We understand your position. But you must also understand our position. Just like we elect you, we could de-elect you. But of course, some of you don't care because it's at the end of your careers and you are now showing us your true colors. And it's not the color of blue of integrity, but a color of blue of showing who you truly are. There is a saying we shall know them by their works. Mouth will say anything, but show me your actions and I will truly tell you who you are. People understand political figures have no more power than in which we give them. They are elected to represent all persons. But unfortunately, with their own personal 
and political agendas, sometimes that thin blue line can be crossed. But until we stand up, get up, stand up, and don't give up the fight, we will never see a true change. But a change is truly on its way. And that change begins with us first uniting. Once we unite, we must set an agenda with priorities. Once the priorities have been in, introduced and identified, it is then time to invoke. And we invoke by taking actions. Actions take courage. Actions consist of an uncapability to not compromise your character because of losing some friends and family members. We all understand in order to gain, we got to lose. So in this fight of justice, we must realize that we are going to lose. We are going to lose some people. But don't be discouraged because the more we lose, the more we gain. And then we will be able to identify the true warriors that are equipped to go to battle against a system that is designed to suppress the people if we don't invoke, invoke our constitutional right. That's our birthright. Until next time, I encourage you to tune in to Real Talk with Chandrell, dealing with hot topics and discussions, discussions that the average mind would not dare to talk about. But with Real Talk with Chandrell, there is no compromising. Information will be shared. Information will be shared to empower the people. As a reminder... Open registration is now for the residents of Kenner City. There is a financial literacy training, a full week training, two days a week, one hour and a half. For more information, contact Unlimited Opportunity Services at the information provided on the screen. Please call your friends and family. Take a quality touch commercial builders without the financial support of a quality touch there will not be a real talk chandrail a quality touch commercial builders llc there is no job too big or too small for them to handle we are licensed in a residential and commercial builders make a note contact a quality touch commercial builders, licensed and insured people, especially those in the city of Kenner, please contact Unlimited Opportunity Service. Open registration is now is a free program. Take advantage of the assistance that's there designed to financially empower you. $500 grant. $500, you have an opportunity to receive a $500 grant to start a business or open your first line of credit. 
or open your re-established line of credit. Contact Unlimited Opportunity Service today, 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 today. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Take the information down. Open registration is now. Gain financial sustainability. Gain access to a $500 gift. Here at Jones Insurance, your full service agency, let us take care of all your insurance needs. We provide homeowners insurance, flood, rental, commercial, auto, and life insurance. Don't let the unexpected tragedy destroy your family's future. Here at Jones Insurance, 7603 West Bank Expressway, Monroe, Louisiana, 772. Contact Lois at 504 348 1492. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The wait is over. This is your favorite prophetess, Prophetess Chanel Jones, and I want to introduce to you my new non traditional podcast called Kingdom Women Speaking, where you can expect a royal discussion amongst queens. Yes, Lord. And you can find me on New Orleans Talk Network. <laughs> Tune in, world. The New Orleans Talk Network, now on your mobile device, on your computer, in your ear, and interactive. It's new, it's innovative, and it's on your mobile device. Android, iPhone, iPad, and on your computer. Take us wherever you go. Because we're interactive. 504-341-TALK. That's 504-341-8255.